God, girl. Hello, this is Pastor Jay of Walk of Truth Radio Network coming over to say hello to my friend and my fellow podcaster and the greatest motivator in the entire world. Everybody talks about my motivation, but I tell you what, if you really want to get motivated and inspired, Come over to God's gift through his word and listen to my sister in Christ, Tanika Drake. Yes, this is Pastor Jay saying, if you want to be encouraged, blessed, and be at peace, come over to God's gift through his word, Tanika Drake, the greatest podcaster and motivator of all times. This is Pastor Jay. Love you, Tanika. Peace. Drake. Stick around, have a couple announcements, and we'll be right back. If you have a product or a business and would like to get the word out to advertise here with us here on God's Gift Through His Word, call us here at 657-222-1597. Again, that phone number, very important, so make sure you write it down. 657-222-1597. Or, guess what? You can email us here at gggthw18 at gmail.com. Again, that email address, gggthw18 at gmail.com.
for tuning in. Today's episode was brought to you by the gift of finding God's love, guilt and shame turned into my shine. That book can be found on walmart.com, amazon.com, and Barnes and Noble. Definitely get your book now and don't forget, you do not need to be hurt. So be blessed, motivated, and inspired. Happy reading, everyone. I get joy when I think about what he's done for me. I got joy when I think about what he's done for me. I got joy when I think about what he's done for me. I got joy, joy, joy in my soul. I get peace when I think about what he's done for me. I got peace when I think about what he's done for me. I get peace when I think about what he's done for me. I get peace, peace, peace in my soul. Yes, there you go. That's a little something for you. As I was singing that earlier, it was a lot to get out because I am dealing with my sickle cell pain, my epilepsy pain, and uh, that time of the month as well. And yes, I'm going to talk about it. We women go through it and we have to do what we have to do, right? Lift up mine eyes to the hills From what's coming My help My help comes from The Lord The Lord which made Heaven and earth He said He would not Suffer thy foot Thy foot to be moved The Lord Which keepeth thee He will not Slumber had to get that out of my system and like oh my gosh she's off key yes I am but it's all good I was reading Psalm 121 which is uh, God the help of those who seek him and that is that entire song so uh, the Brooklyn Tabernacle uh, the Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir uh, you guys can check out that song it's a beautiful song my help and I always love that song because that song is definitely patterned after the word so definitely check out psalm 121 verses 1 through 8 but today uh even though i sang that <laughs> just to get it out of my spirit because it was just there and i just wanted to to share that with myself and of course you guys 
as I normally share different things with you guys on this podcast anyway. So you guys hear me cry, you guys hear me crack around with my, my singing voice as I get it back in the shape it's supposed to be. Guys, listen, your girl here needs to tune up and tune on with her voice and that's all good. It's been a minute and uh, as I've had to think of my voice, it has it has been a challenge <clears throat> excuse me, getting it back because, you know, as I've listened to it, sometimes when it cracks, I know, sadly, it was from my domestic violence <clears throat> issue and it's never, it's kind of never been the same and I can't blame that anymore. I just do my best to drink lots of water. <clears throat> Excuse me, I, I do a lot of Listerine and halls and things, but sometimes uh, she, she gives way sometimes, so I'm going to do my best to strengthen her and like the one lady said, make sure I check out my throat often to make sure uh, no lingering things from almost being strangled to death are, are lingering. And so uh, before we jump into this message, I have to address domestic violence because I, excuse me, I still have a lot of things that I'm dealing with physically in my body from, from that. And I would tell anyone, just because you left the situation, your body still has the scars. And for me, my voice and in my, in my mouth and sometimes in my talk, it's, it's very apparent what I've gone through. And even talking right now, my right eye, which my whole right side of my face was frozen for some of you that can go back to old (laughs) YouTube video and see when I was diagnosed with Bell's palsy I was trying to sing I was trying to raise my mouth I even took pictures and it looked like I had got punched in the face but my body had just stiffened up I want to encourage you today that as I use my podcast to share the word I also want to share about domestic violence I don't know how many people that I've heard in these these platforms, whether it's Clubhouse or any other social media platform, Stereo, and a lot of people are grandstanding. And when they grandstand, they make and stand on the platform that it's okay for women to be hurt because of a cultural narrative in a different part of the world it's not acceptable here it's tolerated here to a certain extent because certain things are still not in position to protect those who have come out of domestic violence there is a lot more that needs to happen to protect women and also those men that have these people that are still lurking around looking for them and just because they've done everything they've they've been told to do it's not over for some of us. And for me, it's it's one of those things that it can die down for a minute. But if it wants to raise its ugly head, yeah, I've left. I've gone. I've been gone for about five years. But even up to this point in court of 2021, not 2020, but 2021, there was still a life threat. Like you got a warning on your life. 
So please don't think just because you've left that it's over. You still have to be very vigilant. And I don't mean scared. I mean very aware of of what's going on and be very conscientious. Okay? Some people don't understand that. But anytime the Lord gives you an inclination to get to moving, you need to do so until until things can actually be set up by legislation which may or may not happen the lord has always moved me when things are going to start to get a little too close so it's that time again to move and uh, i know it's always that time he has always moved me and hidden me and protected me so i'm thankful for his leading Yes, I will be moving again because it's, it's that time again. So I just wanted to share that. And if you seem to be going through or you're not sure if you're in a domestic violence situation, let me just let me just say if it thinks, if you feel that and it seems to you, it may be, it probably is. Okay. Sometimes we would try to rationalize things and analyze things down to the very ground and all the signs that were in a domestic violence situation for me, they were there. I just didn't know how to recognize them. So I wanna be here to share my my voice as much as I can to help others recognize them and recognize the signs. So of course, domestic violence for me is not just in October. This whole podcast is to encourage and inspire because of what I went through and that I use the word in such a way to not just inspire you, but to inspire me. Because for me, it's personal. I could have lost my life and my kids may have not had a mother. If the Lord, for not it being the Lord by his grace and mercy, removing me and showing me what to do. This is a thing. And I've had friends that were right there that went through the whole situation with me were living in the same state with me saw how it was so I have verification that people are like oh you were in domestic violence well there are people that lost their jobs because of what happened there are people that have been almost hurt because of it so people will do whatever they have to do especially if it's the aggressor to hurt those close to you and start messing with people on social media and all types of things I have people on social media will tell you uh, my ex, when he's around, he will go and find people on social media and start saying stuff. So I I don't want to profess that I'm a holy roller, which meaning not to say more perfect than anybody. I'm not. But what I will say is we all deserve to live in peace. And uh, that's, that's one of the things the Lord promises us. And I love that promise of peace, peace in your dwelling. You shall have peace in your dwelling. And I do now. For a long time, I didn't. And, and it was not fun. Hmm. So today, we're going to be in 1 Corinthians 6, 12 through 16. And sorry in the back end for all of the extra stuff, but hey. You guys know what I do when it's when it's when that time has come to share. I share, and uh, before I let you guys uh, get into it, I'm definitely going to be sharing uh, the domestic violence hotline. 
uh, later on in the broadcast, but in case you need it, it's 1-800-799-SAFE, S-A-F-E, and then the numeric is at 7233, and I will share that again. So let's go ahead and pray, and then let's go ahead and jump into this, this message. Gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, I just want to pause and say thank you today. Thank you for waking me up today. Thank you for having me clothed in my right mind. Lord, thank you that my loved ones, my children, have been home with me for now a whole entire year from the debacle that happened last year. Lord, I am thankful. It's a whole blessing. Thank you, Lord. So on today, Lord, I'm, I'm praying that everything that you are helping me to share, Lord, that the Holy Spirit would come through and help my words say what they need to say so that somebody can be blessed. Lord, sometimes I don't know if I'm getting your message out there correctly, and I want to do the best to make sure that I am. So Lord, help me to be in this word as closely as I can be. And Lord, forgive me of all the sins of commission and omission. And Lord, if I have ever offended anybody up to this point in a second, Lord, forgive me. Please forgive me for all of that. And Lord, I repent of immoral acts, Lord God, that are not of you. And I don't want to continue to go down that road, Lord. I just want to seek what you want, Lord God. And I want to have a pure heart to seek and exalt your name high above the heavens. Lord, I, I'm very thankful for a praise report, Lord, that Heather has gotten her children back. Praise God. Lord, you did it. Thank you, God. And I just pray that you would help her uh, enjoy having her children back. And Lord, the adjustment period, however long it's going to take, I pray that, Lord, everything would just slowly but surely start to <clears throat> be restored and create new memories in their lives. Lord, I thank you for these people and that Lord I've gotten a chance to see what happened in her life. So Lord I thank you for it. In the name of your son Jesus I just count these things done. Amen. So on today we're gonna jump into first Corinthians six twelve as I said and my eye is just acting up right now. Okay. I can see. <laughs> Alright. It says, and we're going to start at verse 12. All things are lawful for me, but all things are not helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not, I, okay, that's what I said, <laughs> but I will not be brought under the power of any. Foods for the stomach and the stomach for foods, but God will destroy both and them. Now the body is not for sexual immorality, but for the Lord, and the Lord for the body. And God both raised up the Lord and will also raise us up by his power. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of a harlot? Certainly not. Or do you not know that he who is joined to a harlot is one body with her? For the two, he says, shall become one flesh. Pause for the cause. We're going to go jump over. And I just was, um, I was just told about this other translation and it's called the passion translation. So I'm, I'm going to have to go search out some, <laughs> some Bibles with that. Cause 
I love having multiple translations so I can get a better understanding and that I can be able to convey the message better to you because if I get get a grasp of it and a better hold of it it's easier for me to make it simple for people to understand uh, because some of these concepts that are in the word can be quite daunting and can be very very complicated but when I get an understanding I can help make it simple and then lay it out in simplest terms so Let's go ahead and I'm going to read the uh, Passion Translation. And it says, it's true that our freedom allows us to do anything, but that doesn't mean that everything we do is good for us. I'm free to do as I choose, but I choose to never be enslaved to anything. See, we are free from a lot of things. We are free from legalism. There are some times, and maybe you're not going through this, but maybe it's just me. There are times when I slip back into wanting to have some some kind of law over me, and I'll go back and I'll start getting into the law part of the word, and that mm, that just hurts me. I I know in my head logically I'm not able to abide by any of those laws not even to hold a good one and not to remember that we're not under law we are under grace not law and so the legalism of the mosaic law is not what we are having to do anymore because we are under grace so I know sometimes it can be be a little bit uh, hard to understand, but we that's why I'm here to share, and that's why people like my friend Pastor Pastor Jay from Walking Truth Radio Network do so much to help to share what it is the differences between the two because they're not the same. They don't even look the same. They're not. One condemns you very harshly. And you get yourself set up waiting to be executed. And the other one gives you the freedom and liberty to understand that the Lord Jesus Christ paid the price. And that all the law was fulfilled by the Lord Jesus Christ, every single one. He was the only one able to fulfill every single law. We are not able to. So yes, you can participate if you would want to participate in some of the feasts of old. You're able to do that if you like, but it's not a requirement. Sometimes we forget that the things that we're holding to, we make all these rules and regulations and we hold ourselves to these made up rules and Lord Jesus Christ didn't even make them up for us. We're making them up for ourselves and we're holding ourselves to some kind of standard that the Lord is not even required. You're making up stuff to even have you not walk in freedom, but walk in condemnation. So you make up this rule, well, I can't eat this on Saturday. I must not do this on the Sabbath. I can't go to church on this day because it's really not the real Sabbath. It's really this and that. When you start to go that route, you start to go down a very bad slope, a very negative slope, trying to keep up the works 
and not understand the grace that has been given and bestowed upon us. So, as I read with it here, we, we have to understand that we need to be led by the Spirit. Yes, of course, we have natural desires, which this is talking about, right? Our sexual desires, even our food desires, sometimes emotionally because we've been hurt by things of this life and people of this life we will emotionally eat to satisfy a pain some of us will utilize drugs or sex or something for a pain and some of us when it comes to sexual sin sometimes it's a little deeper than trying to satisfy a natural nature because some of us will oh oh all they do is they want to sleep around because they just want to have you know some new something or other that's that's really not the case for everyone so we must be mindful not to take that broad brush and, and generalize everyone everybody who's following sexual sin they just man they just a little horny something or other part of my french and that's not it that's not it some people have really gone through some really hard challenging things okay And that's not okay for people to take what has happened in their life and use it and bash them on the head with it. We must be mindful. And of course, I I want to make sure I stay as classy as possible when dealing with sexual sin because it can get very raunchy if I'm not careful. So I want to be as gentle as I can with this particular topic because there are some people that have gone through some things and they don't want to be a participant in sexual sin and I'm not making an excuse for it but there is a reason why it's so heavy in their life and some people just just cast people down it is an addiction like any other it's an addiction that people don't want to talk about it is also an addiction that is hidden understand there is something called pornographic addiction you can be addicted to pornography let's be clear and that is what fornication but there are people there are things that are out there that are real people want to talk about sex addiction sex addicts for real we don't understand but we try to medicate it and say someone has a mental health issue when they just really like to pleasure themselves or other people. It's an addiction and should be treated like every other type of addiction. They gotta have an accountability partner. Hey, did you watch any videos today? What did you do? Did you, hmm, you understand? And not to condemn them, but to help them stay on the street. And now, too many times, we listen to our brothers and our sisters and the body and when they come to us with something that's a little bit taboo and not the normal sin that we like to hear about we like to shun them or throw them under the bus or then manipulate their vulnerability don't do that if you're one of those people that like to manipulate don't do that you know that person has a struggle in a certain area no they're not the one that has a struggle with the addiction to drugs No, they're not the one with the gambling. No, they don't have a struggle with alcohol. 
They don't have a struggle with gambling. They don't have any of those vices because none of those vices fit them. If you took her to a gambling place, they're probably not even look at a slot. That's not their vice. Like I said, everybody has a bent. Everybody has a vice. Some people have the alcohol and substance abuse and all that. And people make, make, make a tolerance for it and acceptability for it because they say you know what this person's going through something we can help them because they know that they're struggling with something like hey I've been there too I I know what it is to have you know alcohol and have problems with it but when it comes to sexual sin and someone being a sex addict maybe a nymphomaniac that's a whole different ballgame you have no idea where they, why they turned out to be that way. How did a nymphomaniac become a nympho? Hmm? Now you're listening and you're like, why are you talking about this? Because there are certain things that need to be brought out in the church space, but it's not going to be. So that's where T-Drake comes in. We lay it out on the line, the taboo of it. I'm not here to discredit anything. I'm here to lay out the taboo. There is real stuff going on behind these four walls and behind some of these believers' lives that will never open up their mouth and say, yeah, this is what it is. You got unicorns running around in the church? (laughs) Unicorns. You have unicorns running around in the church. But you have no idea because you can't recognize them. You don't know who they are. And most of the time, they're very quiet, but they're there. But at their home or wherever they're doing their addiction, you wouldn't know that they're a high bisexual person. They're not going to come out and tell you that. Why? I am in church to hear the word of God. And they will sit there. And you may never know because they don't bring their stuff to the church. You'll never know their dirty laundry. They will be as prim and proper. You can go over to their home. Bible study, you can catch them every day of the week and never know that there's a unicorn. But on certain times, certain areas, there's a unicorn around the church. (laughs) There are pillow princesses in the church. Okay, there's some things going on in the church. Why the sexual sin? Because we have these people in the church. And there's no nothing addressing these things. And people in in the body, sometimes they act like it doesn't exist. No, you need to acknowledge it so you can address it. And just like domestic violence is in the church, if you don't have someone to speak on it, it continues to be hidden. But then when you see a pastor's wife being dog walked, everyone, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. You, You should believe it. Because nobody's bringing people up in the church to speak on these things. The reason the church has so many issues and problems because we're not allowing our people to be educated. My people perish for lack of knowledge. If you're not knowledgeable about what's going on in the church for real, for real, then you're not really helping the people. You have to understand what's in the body there is a whole infection running around and you're not addressing it. You're putting band-aids on it because you find out, you know, ooh, a symptom leaked out. Let's put a band-aid on it. 
No, there's a root cause. There's some roots in there that need to either be addressed or uprooted up out the church. Because a unicorn will sleep with a man and a woman and you won't know that unicorn is there. Hello? And it could be a unicorn that sleeps with all the men. Then you wonder, like, well, how did a whole sex trafficking ring start in the church? What's in the body? Remember, <laughs> we have people that come into our churches that are not saved, but there is a lifestyle that they're bringing with them into the church. And we need to be able to address it. Yes, call it out. And I want to call it out because I, I understand what it is. You got to battle that thing. You got to ask the Lord to really help you. And for some of us that have been in a lifestyle, and I'm going to put my hand up to the sky because some people don't understand. And I'm not trying to put my business in the street. But I'm trying to free some people. I like unicorns for a reason. (laughs) I love unicorns for a whole reason. I've loved unicorns since I was little. And some of you may figure out what that is later. But I... I have always known I was a rarity. I thought I was a rarity then. I like the last unicorn movie until I found out later on in life as I became an adult what that meant. And somebody had called me that one day. I said, you're a unicorn. I said, what do you mean? And I had to explain that. So if you want to know what a unicorn is, I'm not going to explain that in this here, but just know that's part of a sexual sin, okay? And for cuffing season, we'll probably run down the magical road of unicorns. So prepare to get some new stuff because I'm always bringing new stuff to you. That'll be new. And Pillow Princess and all that good stuff. We'll talk about that during cuffing season. This is not the place. So back to <laughs> back to everything. I just wanted to hint onto that. But so sexual sins are challenging. So however the Lord However, all of that, the Lord Jesus Christ can help us all, right? He can help us get through it, but we have to lay it down, all of it. And you have to pray all the time and fast and do that and seek the Lord for the desires of your heart that the Lord will give you. Now, I'm not going to say that those things are going to go away. When it comes to sexual sin, you might be dealing with that for the rest of your life. But what I am saying is you will, like Pastor Jay said, you'll turn down the volume of the sin, right? For me, in my life, I've turned it down a lot. And that's by the grace of God. I couldn't do a lot of things if I had not had, you know, the Lord to help me. So I'm thankful on today. And I'm going to call it out because it's in 1 Corinthians and we're in Corinthians. And this is what it's talking about. Talking about sexual immorality. And if we want to inherit the kingdom of God, that's one thing that you cannot do, right? Because it, it already says in verse 9, Do you not know the, that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither fornicators. Okay, we'll stop right there. If you're a fornicator, you're not getting in. Sorry. And that's not me saying that. Hmm. This is the word. And let's move on. Nor idolaters. Listen, right? nor adulterers, that's a sexual sin type of thing, nor homosexuals, stop right there. Some people will say, well, the Lord loves everyone. He absolutely does. But in his word, his word has not changed. It says, nor homosexuals. I'm not here to beat up anybody LGBTQ, TIA plus Z and Y, I guess. 
But if the word says what the word says, you can't get mad at me. You may not like what's coming out of my mouth, but the Lord still says what he says and he still requires that same requirement and standard. It doesn't change because you have that bent. It doesn't change because you have that lifestyle. It doesn't change because you're a very good human being. It doesn't change because you do all the good in the world. It does not change. It says nor homosexuals in black and white. So no, I'm not a homophobe. No, the Bible's not a homophobe. The Bible just has a requirement against sin. And that is not acceptable. That is a requirement from the Lord. T. Drake didn't say it. The word did. So then it says, nor sodomites. Hold up. Sexual sin. Nor sodomites. Sodomy, unacceptable. Not me saying it. Requirement from the Lord. People don't like when the, this talks about these type of things because it starts to hit the sin that they love. Right? And when I'm finding the, the Romans passage, it talks about orgies sexual sin again you cannot do those things right as a believer as a believer as a heathen you know heathens will do what they're going to do but as a believer you had not better not be participating in those things right you're going to have to turn away once you were like that right once you were and in verse 11 it says and such were some of you once upon a time ladies and gentlemen t drake wasn't always t drake Okay, I wasn't always T. Drake. It was just Tanika. Tanika doing her life. Tanika just being Tanika. I wasn't T. Drake. T. Drake now, and it probably the name one might change again. But right, and it says, and such were some of you, but you were washed, but you were sanctified, but you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus, and by the Spirit of our God. Look, the Lord Jesus Christ knows what kind of proclivities and what kind of bents we all have can't act like the Lord Jesus Christ don't know. You can't act like God doesn't know. He made you. He created you. He understands. Lord Jesus Christ has been tempted by every single thing that we in our flesh will feel. So don't think for one second it didn't happen. Right? Sexual sin is something that you must flee. Jump and run away from that sucker. Because once it gets a hold of you, no, no, no. Woo! No. No. <laughs> so anyway, got a shiver like I'm cold so anyway you gotta be careful you gotta be careful okay you got to be careful so that's all I'm going to share at this moment about that so remember will you inherit the kingdom of God if you're practicing these things well you should know the answer, but just in case you were wondering, the answer would be no. <laughs> right? But God is so gracious and merciful. If you happen to slip, you got to talk to the Lord, right? Repent. Start again on your walk. Don't condemn yourself and say, you know what, Lord, it's all over. It's all over for me. I'm a loser. No. Stop. <laughs> Stop it. We will, we will have those times when we don't get it right. We're still human beings. We still are imperfect people needing a perfect Savior. And that's why the Lord Jesus Christ is the Lord of our lives, the Lord of my life, the Lord of your life, the King of Kings, Lord of Lords. And he is the one that paid the price for all the sin from here to eternity. So take heart. 
be encouraged on today. So I'm I'm glad that we had this discussion. Wait, I talk, you guys listen. <laughs> but anyway, if you have a comment and you might want to just chime in here, maybe about uh, some challenges that you have, you're more than welcome to do so. And you know what I say, I love you very much. But remember, the Lord loves you immensely way more. And remember to be blessed, motivated, and always inspired to do what God lays on your heart. And guess what, you guys? I am going to be teaching podcasting, as you guys know. So it's going to be coming up. I'm going to be putting that out there. And of course, you can get a discovery call with me. 15 minutes free. No charge, no charge, no charge at all. So I'm going to get the link and put it in the show notes. And if it's not in the show notes and I forget by some crazy reason, you can always reach out to me at gdthw, the number 18, at gmail.com. And I will also route you the link and I can text you, I'll send it to you in your Instagram, wherever you want it. So we can start booking these calls. And yeah, I'll be so excited. So I'm looking for my first hundred people, y'all. My first hundred students. Yes, yes, yes. So, with that being said, I am going to get out of here, but I want you guys to have an amazing day, and you know what? Don't forget how insanely capable you are. That's a quote, a unicorn quote today, so I hope you guys will have a great, great day, and please remember, it's it's never okay for you to be harmed or hurt by anybody who is the domestically violent abuser or aggressor towards you, and I will be talking more about that on the days to come of how to uh, leave a situation because of course I've done it and I'm here to live to, uh, to tell about it and I do have a method that the Lord provided to me that I used and it will work and it will help so I want to share that so with that being said I'm going to be making some messages and things like that to help everyone to be able to leave their situation because you have to do it and you have to leave when it is safe to do so. Some people stay and think it's going to get better. It will never get better. Just in case you thought it was, this is just a little bit of extra uh, for you guys that might be wondering, well, he or she might be a good person and they're going to counseling and until they actually solidly make the change, if that person is going to do that. They're going to have to show you a lot of change. They're going to have to do the work, a lot of work to make that change. And I've heard of some that have done it. I've heard of some that have done it. But that's a rarity. But because they knew what they were doing was wrong, they made the change. Not everybody's going to do that. And most of the time, I'm going to say nine times out of ten, they don't change. So there's that 1% that might be different. Just saying. (laughs) So you guys have a great day and I hope you have enjoyed today's episode. God bless and take care. Hello. 
this is Tanika Drake from God's Gift Through His Word. If you find yourself in an abusive or toxic relationship, please call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE, S-A-F-E, the numerics to that, 7233. It is never okay to be hurt. So call them today and let them assist you in your local area. God bless. Hello, hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in today. I appreciate you being here. I hope you have thoroughly enjoyed God's gift through his word. Please don't forget to check me out on all the following podcast platforms, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, CastBox, Player FM, Pocket Cast, Podbean, ListenNotes.com, LoftyCast.com, Radio Public, of course, and Spotify. There are tons more podcast platforms. You can definitely check me out on any of those that you feel to do. And please do not forget to get social with me. You can find me on Facebook, IG, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Let me know how you found me. Let me know how we can get connected. And maybe you can also be a guest on the show. So I hope you're going to have an amazing day, an amazing night, an amazing afternoon. Whenever you tune into God's gift through his word from all the different countries and from all the different places where you tune in each and every day. I hope that you find this inspiring. I hope you find it motivating and I hope it helps you just a little bit walk a little stronger in your faith with the Lord. Have an amazing day. Remember to always be blessed, motivated, and inspired to do what God has laid on your heart. Take care and thank you for tuning in.